Welcome to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. And one of the things that we talked about very strongly was that we needed, as the year was beginning, to engage the spirit of wisdom. And one of the things we were very emphatic about on Sunday was that we were focusing more on the wisdom that comes from God. Because one of the things we have realized is that a lot of believers are beginning to turn to the wisdom of the world. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, now listen very carefully, please. When you were born again, part of the confession we had is that we were redeemed from spiritual death. Now, what was spiritual death? When Adam sinned, death came into the human race. Now, we have been redeemed from that. Let me say this very carefully. And you need to pay very close attention to this. No matter how wealthy an unbeliever is, there is a limit to the advice and counsel he can give to you. Why? Because even though the man is wealthy, he is spiritually dead. He is a sinner. Praise God. Are you following this? Now, when Jesus came to the earth, Jesus did not come to meet Adam because Adam was poor. It's very important that we do not get, and, and I think that has been the, that's been the strongest, that's been the strongest uh, attack against Christianity. And what's been the strongest attack against Christianity, people call it the prosperity gospel. Now, I want to be very clear here today. There is no prosperity gospel. There is only one gospel. And that gospel prospers. Praise God. You know, people ask me, are you a prosperity gospel or is it a prosperity gospel you preach? I say, well, if I have a choice between prosperity and poverty gospel, my mother gave birth to me properly, I'll just choose the prosperity gospel. But actually, there is no prosperity gospel. There is only one gospel. And if we adhere to the teachings and the dictates of Christ, we will prosper. Now, the definition of prosperity is where we now get it wrong. Is there a gospel that promotes materialism? Yes. But there is a difference between materialism and what? And prosperity. Because we know that it is God that prospers. Are you, are you following what I'm saying? Okay, so, let's back up now. And I was trying to say that no matter how much a man has on the earth, if he is not born again, there is a limit to the counsel and the wisdom we can receive from him. Why? Because he doesn't have access to the wisdom of God. And what we are dealing with in, in our series of wisdom is better than, our war, than the weapons of war. We are talking about the wisdom of God. Now let's go to Romans chapter 16. There is a title that God has that I like. Romans chapter 16 and verse 27. Romans 16 verse 27. Praise the name of the Lord. I said praise the name of the Lord. Verse 27. To the, to the words? To God alone wise. Be glory to Jesus Christ forever and amen. Now, the New King James Version said to God alone wise. Now go to the King James Version. Go to the King James Version. It says what? To the what? To God only wise. Okay? Now, the New American Standard Version says to the only wise God. So what the New American Standard Version did, instead of saying exactly, to the only wise God. That means that wisdom belongs to God alone. And there is only one God that is wise. And we are as children. Christians are not expected to exhibit foolishness. 
Although he abounds in a lot of us. And the reason is because we are not developing a relationship with the only wise God. You know, most times when you even talk to Christians, they don't believe in the wisdom of God. The, the wisdom of God doesn't make sense to them. For instance, how can God say it is more blessed to give than to receive? Let's be honest, everyone seated here. If you don't say the truth, we'll make an altar call for liars. When do you really get more joy? When you give or when you receive? Check any liars in my church, I'm not sure. When do you get more joy? When you give or when you receive? When you receive. You only get joy when you give by faith. Now, if you were to write out wisdom, would you say it is more blessed to give than to receive? No, you wouldn't say that. Now, on the earth, what is everybody trying to do? Everybody is devising ways to receive. <laughs> Are you following what I'm saying? You will hear t- turn your phone book contact to make money. You can make six million from WhatsApp. You can. Everybody, they see you, they see products. That, that, no, that's the wisdom of the world. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why you even observe in our society today, parents are selling their children for money. Why? Because the wisdom of the world is teaching people it is better to receive and to accumulate. So, if you get into the year and what you're trying to do to run your life by is the wisdom of the world, what goals are you going to set? Goals of accumulation. Are you, are, you, are you following this? Do you realize that at the end of the year, when you look at your goals, what are the things you ask yourself? What have I achieved? What have I achieved? What have I achieved? Very few people ask themselves, what have I given? In fact, if people look at your goals and they say you are giving too much, they will caution you. Say, that's not the way. <laughs> are you following this now? So we are dealing with the God who alone is wise. You also find this reference in Jude chapter 1 and verse 25. He's called the only wise God. Now go to Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 19. I'll show you something there. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 19. Proverbs 3 and 19. It says, let's start, oh, wow, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Verse 7. Go to verse 7. Do not be wise in your own eyes. I'm using the New American Standard Version. Do not be wise in your own eyes. What that means is that a man can be wise in his own eyes. Now, if you are wise in your own eyes, it means that your wisdom is only based on your perception. Do we agree? If I'm wise in my own eyes, it means that I'm the only one that is seeing that I'm wise. Have you observed that sometimes when you're counseling people and they are doing things wrong, they give you the reason why that is wisdom? Or you hear somebody say, well, why do you think, you know, maybe for instance, somebody goes to steal. And this, they, 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 the person, and they're asking why, he said, well, it's because the rich people are not helping. So if the rich people are not helping, is it your role to help them, you know, reduce what they have? It looks like wisdom. But that wisdom is in the eyes of the person. Or you have a teenage uh, girl or teenage boy and you're counseling them and don't go this way and don't go this way. And they want to do that. It's wisdom in their own eyes. What is wisdom in the eyes of your children? Watching cartoon all the time. Right? Come on. You know, some of you can't say right because some of you who are adults, <laughs> you, you are still hooked. But you realize that if you leave your children alone, they'll never study. But in their eyes, they are wise. In fact, they see you as a good person if you have parents who don't agree. They see the good parents as the one who allows them to watch TV all the time. That's the good one. So I'm, I'm closer to my father. Why? Because your father does not want disturbance. So anytime, say, you know, like my kids, when they're hanging around the room, I will just say, what do you want? Then two of them would have practiced. 
and say, can we? We say, go and watch. Don't finish. We know what you want to say. Just go. Now, if you constantly do that, they're going to fall in love with you. But how many of you know you're not helping them? So, listen very carefully now. Wisdom in their eyes is that you wa- they can watch cartoon all the time. Wi- true wisdom is that you watch, you stop, and you go and read. So, there is wisdom in the eyes of your child, and there is true wisdom. Are you following the example? So, it says, do not be wise in your own eyes. That means that you can run your life by your own wisdom. And to you, it is wisdom. In fact, you can defend it. But it's not the wisdom that is from the only wise God. Now, I was expecting that if he says, do not be wise in your own eyes, then he's going to tell us, uh, maybe something opposite that typifies wisdom. Then he says, fear the Lord. So, we now understand that the wisdom of God is the fear of God. Right. The wisdom of God is not that you know so much. The wisdom of God is not that you are a genius. The wisdom of God is that you fear God. Why? Because the fear of the Lord is what? Is the beginning, is the initiator, is the starter of wisdom. That means the wisdom from God can only be accessed by the fear of the Lord. Now, the word, the, 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 the word used for fear there in the Hebrew language is yirat. Y-I-R-O-A-T. It means the reverence of the Lord. It's not like I'm afraid of God, but I revere God. I hold Him in high esteem that His words are law to me. So let me give you an example. Uh, you can find this in homes also, because mothers are a bit compassionate, except in their homes where the mother is the, uh, is the general. Uh, if you have those homes, well, let's use one parent. You have the parent who is a bit soft, Right? will warn you, and warn you, and warn you, and threaten you. You know, you have parents that will threaten, I will flog you. And you just know that, don't worry, after now, it's okay. And then you have the ones that will say, I will flog you. As they are saying flog you, you are feeling what that word flog means on your back. Instantly. They are not, do you understand that? Now, when that one, maybe your father or your mother, says, don't watch TV. He will say it in a very calm tone. No, he's not shouting. It's not, but you know that that do not watch TV. As simple as it is, it is law to you. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? He does not need to shout. He does not need to say, if I catch you watching, no, 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 no. You know the implications. Now, the words of God are like that. You know, many times you ask yourself, when I sin, why is it that the Holy Spirit is not pulling me? It's not, no, 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 the Holy Ghost is not like that. He's not, he's not a tout. The Holy Ghost is not a gangster. He will speak to your heart and say, what you want to do is wrong. If you are wise, that's where reverence now comes in. And if you obey the Holy Ghost, it becomes to you wisdom. Let me give you an example. When Joseph was before Potiphar's wife, nobody was there. And Potiphar's wife said, if you sleep with me. And because of the fear of the Lord, Joseph did not. How many of you know that became wisdom? You know, because I was thinking about it today as I was studying today. And I was feeling that in my heart. Well, this is not Bible now. This is just, this is not Bible. This is not books. It's just my mind thinking. I was thinking that if Joseph, I was thinking that probably uh, they would have, over the years, Potiphar would have found out that his wife lied. This is me, don't go and say, God said, this is just me. I'm thinking, because this is what I'm thinking, I'm thinking that if not, when Joseph was to be made the commander of Egypt... I'm sure Potiphar would have said, 
Don't make that guy come out. He slept with my wife. I don't just think it was the wisdom of God flowing through Joseph that quieted everybody. I think over time, Potiphar would have found out that Joseph was right. Now, but that being apart, that's my own research. But that's being apart. Do you realize that by turning away from Potiphar's wife in the fear of the Lord and turning away from evil, what happened? Joseph exhibited the wisdom of God. So somebody say, how can we function in the wisdom of God? Fear God and turn away from evil. You don't need to know too much. Are you following what I'm saying? You don't even need to be born by a wise parent. We have seen from scriptures that foolish parents can give birth to wise people. But how do you access the wisdom of God? Fear God and turn away from evil. So, if I fear God, I am increasing the depth of my honor and reverence for the instructions of God will determine the depth of the wisdom that I function in. Now, I'll give you this example. Um, if you follow a lady by the name of Dr. Caroline Leaf, she, she was raised uh, South African, but based in the U.S. Now, she's a, like a neurosurgeon, uh, very powerful scientist, and also a word of faith person. And over the years, she's been able to come up with research that, uh, that uh, emotions affect the health of individuals. All right. And then I think uh, there's also Dr. Avery, one of the best brain surgeons in the U.S. He's a member of Kid Butler's church. And in, in a conference, he was speaking. Well, let me, let me stay with Dr. Karen Leaf first before I go here. You realize that medical science have discovered that um, wrong emotions, emotions of anger, bitterness, strife, jealousy, and envy, they are like toxins in the body. So they actually affect you. They actually cause um, ill health. And, or if you have those emotions and you're being treated, sometimes your treatment can take a long time. Right. But you realize that if you live by the wisdom of God and you walk in love and you walk in peace and you walk in harmony, what's going to happen? You're going to live in divine health. Praise God. Now, so you see, God is not saying, do this and you will live. No, no, no. He just say, fear me. Honor what I say. It will become to you wisdom. Now, I, I give God reverence. I fear him. It is converted to me as wisdom. So how do I know the wisdom of God in any situation? What is the fear of God in that situation? Praise God. Now, uh, Dr. Avery also, he grew up in Kid Butler's church, one of the finest brain surgeons in America, was teaching us about the power of laughter. That if you have a deep belly laughter, it can heal you of sicknesses. And in fact... Certain times when some people are being treated in the hospital, they actually give them comedy uh, to watch and to laugh. But this is not to say now, you now say, the pastor has given us permission. Nine of a thousand laugh, here we come, one round table. No, the kind of jokes you also hear, you know, are important. Because you don't want to go and be hearing explicit jokes and you are laughing. No, that's going to, what's going to happen is, you're going to laugh, but it's going to plant the seed of lust in your heart. Are you following what I'm saying? Because as they are saying the jokes, and the jokes are explicit and X-rated, your mind will be filling in the blanks. You don't want to expose your mind to that, because that's, that's another talk for another day. Boy, then, but you realize that the Bible encourages us to laugh. The Bible talks about God laughing. Are you following this? So you say that even if we don't know, this is where I'm going, even if we don't know the outcome of the wisdom that God, is, that God is going to give to us, whatever God says is wisdom to us, even though we might not know the outcome. Sometimes it takes hundreds of years for scientists to catch up with the revelation of what God is saying. But if we just obey God, it will be to us for what? For wisdom. Where am I? Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1. Verse, oh, verse 7. I've not even read where I said it should go to. Uh, okay. Verse 8. It will be healing to your body. 
Can I tell you something? This year we're going to be aggressive against sickness and we're going to teach a lot on healing. But do you realize, do you, do you know why a lot of Christians are sick nowadays? Offense, bitterness, anger, envy. Offense. Number one root of sickness in the body of Christ is offense. Offended at the preacher, offended at, you're just offended. You know, right now we walk in relationships. Everybody tiptoes around the relationship. Because, you know, you people when you say, I'm careful, I don't know what to make you angry. Have you, have you? Have you, have you come across people like that? Say, ah, say something. Say, no, no. Say, why didn't you say, I don't know what to make somebody angry. You know, so we, we are tiptoeing around life. <laughs> you know, some people, even if you ask them to come and serve or do something, they don't, I don't want to. Be. You know, everybody's just tiptoeing. And you know, all of those things, it does not give us the liberty and the joy that brings healing. If there's constant laughter and rejoicing in your house, there will be divine health. But if you have a house where there's strife, argument, it's APC versus PDP, House of Parliament versus House of Laws, people are bringing quotations, you are bringing quote, defending children, defending, and you know what's going to happen? <laughs> You'll be treating one person after the other, one person after the other, one person after the other. You know why? Because where there's strife and envy, it opens the door to all kinds of evil work. So living in love and peace is not for anybody's good. It's for your own health. Praise God. I believe that's the word of knowledge for someone. Let's read on. Go to verse 13. Glory to God. How blessed is the man who finds wisdom. And the man who gains understanding. How blessed is the man who finds wisdom. And the man who gains understanding. For her profit is better than the profit of silver. And her gain is better than fine gold. It says, if you get wisdom, it is better than money. But the truth of the matter is, in this world, it's not that way. Money is God in this world, not wisdom. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Money is God. Not wisdom. Look at this. She's more precious than jewels. And nothing you desire compares with her. Nothing you desire compares with wisdom. Whatever you get in your life right now, if you don't function by wisdom, you can lose it. Everything can be lost if you don't function in wisdom. You're married, children. You can, if you don't function in wisdom, things can be lost. So there's nothing you're, you're, you want right now that is compared to what? To wisdom. Long life is in her right hand. And in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways. And all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. And happy are all who hold her first. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. That means there must be a conscious effort. There must be a conscious effort to go after the wisdom of God. In fact, I was thinking today in the office that one of the greatest secrets of a successful Christian life and success in life altogether is observing your quiet time. Spending time with God every day will put you over. Spending time with God. Or you know what the enemy has done to every one of us? Get us busy that we don't spend time with him. There's always distraction. Listen, if you don't discipline yourself to pray, you will not pray. If you don't discipline yourself to fast, you will not fast. Your body was not designed to make you do spiritual things. The fallen body gets more pleasure from doing carnal things. Simple, simple. You, well, you guys know I, I watch football. I'm praying for my club. Let's pray. <laughs> we need to pray. We need to do a prevailing prayer for the club. We're praying that our manager will be sacked now. That's the prayer point. Okay, so let's go. <laughs> now, if you want to watch a football match, have you observed you don't get tired? Come on. Okay, those of you who don't watch football. I know some people watch lawn tennis. I don't know what they watch inside, but I know they watch. Two people just in. Stop! I'm like, you guys screaming. Okay, so, for those of you who watch lawn tennis, then those who watch boxing, God 
will have mercy on you. This is from you. I don't, you know, like, but when you look at the money that comes out of boxing, you know, that beating is okay to take. Like, if, I, if, if you beat me in the first round, how many millions will still come to me? Like 20 millions. Why am I fighting you? Just take me out in the first round. <laughs> okay. Now you realize that if we are engaged in all of those things, what happens? Time doesn't matter. Now tell yourself, I want to pray 30 minutes in tongues. Then you close your eyes. Open your eyes. Is this battery working? What, what's happening? What's happening? Your body does not like spiritual things. Go for a comedy show. Go for a music show. Go for an award show. You will not get tired. See, where is the next star? See, this, the restart has not come. So, okay, we're here. We're here. You even see people drinking. The drink is finished. They bring more. We're waiting. We have no... You know, there's no tiredness. One hour in church. It's like... They used to keep to time when they started. They used to keep... To, what, what's happening? Your body doesn't like spiritual things. Your body. The fallen man doesn't like spiritual things. That is why it's an uphill task to be spiritual. It's an uphill task. If you leave your body... Let me tell you something. If you are somebody who prays one hour every day, if you stop praying for one hour every day, after one week... By the next week, one hour will be a struggle. But you realize that for... This is just practical sense. All other issues in life, it's not a struggle to pick up. Are you following this? It shows you the human nature. You realize that the disciples could not pray with Jesus. Here, your master told you he was going to die. In fact, I don't know how God forgave Peter and, and those people. Ah! You, okay... I want to die. My last request is just pray with me for one hour. The guy slept. Jesus comes and says, could you not watch with me for one hour? I say, Master, we are watching. Master, we are watching. Bam! They slept again. And Jesus came the third time. So actually, Jesus prayed straight for three hours and the disciples slept straight for three hours. They, they, I like Jesus. When he came the next time, he said, you can sleep on. <laughs> then they come to catch Jesus. Judas kisses him. Jesus says, friend. And you think he was able to say that because he was Jesus? No. He was able to say that because he was just coming from the place of prayer. You know why we can't overcome temptations? We don't spend time with Jesus. If you spend time with Jesus, you will call your enemy friend. You will not even know when you say it because in that state, your oneness with God is perfected. You see the person from the eyes of mercy. The guys that did not pray, Peter, what happened? Brought our sword. Wisdom is better than weapons of war. Pam! Cut the guy's ear. <laughs> Jesus said, no, this is not a matter of sword. You know, that's what prayerlessness does. Prayerlessness will make you resort to human energy. Killing people. Cutting people's ears off. Backbiting. You know, sometimes gossip is because you want to gain favor with another person. It's not that you are a bad person. But the wisdom where well, you are a bad person, but... Like, small little bad, not like capital little bad, but you're a bad person. <laughs> but, you know, I feel if I gossip Harry to destiny, what's going to happen between myself and destiny? He's going to like me more. Can you see that my intention of gossiping might not be destroying this guy, but I feel that the more I give him gist, the more he's going to be my friend. So what am I actually looking for? Favor. But the wisdom of the world tells me that the way to get favor is to do eye service. Right. So, <laughs> happy are all who hold her fast. Tenacity in holding the wisdom of God. And the good, the good thing about this is that it has to be an ongoing relationship because you can function in the wisdom of God on Monday and function in foolishness on Tuesday. Perfect example, Peter. Jesus was talking about his death, burial, and resurrection. You know, let me tell you something. Did you, oh man, those disciples. Jesus Christ tried. If they were my disciples, for the first one year, I would have changed them. 
You know, those guys never believed anything Jesus was teaching. No, truly. You know, it took Mary, Magd- um, Mary to, to go to the grave and bring the gospel to them. And when they even came, they said she was lying. Peter went back to fishing. Thomas. The other disciples said, Jesus appeared to us. Thomas said, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I will put my hands. <laughs> That's a disciple. Spent three and a half years. Some of you think if Jesus was your pastor, you'll be better. It's a lie. I'm even doing a better job. <laughs> Ask God, he'll tell you. I'm doing a better job. Some of you thought, I don't like all these pastors. If it was Jesus, we know. It's a lie. Peter... I mean, one day we'll study the humanity of the disciples. You know, when Jesus sat, <laughs> when Jesus sat down with the woman at the well talking, the disciples were not happy. You know why? Because Jews and Samaritans don't agree. Say, did his mother not give him history lesson? Is there everybody they are preaching to? Yeah. Why did Jonah not want to preach to the people in Nineveh? He wanted God to destroy them. Like some of our modern day prophets. So when the people repented, he was angry. You see, a pastor went to preach and people repented. The man was angry. Why would you people repent? You will not have so God will kill you. <laughs> I mean, you know, and that's why the Bible is a beautiful book. The Bible is not a book that talks about the perfection of men. He talks about that humanity so that we will know that all men need redemption. There is none of our human frailty and weakness that's not captured in the scripture. God didn't want to make it look like a perfect book that there's no mistake. No. Regardless of the mistake you have, you have made in life, you'll find yourself here. There's your brother and your sister right here. And that's the hope for us. That if this man can make it, then the grace of God will avail itself much more to us. Praise the name of the Lord. So the wisdom of God comes from an ongoing relationship. Peter met Jesus. Jesus was saying, well, I'm going to die. I'm going to go to the cross. And I'm going to rise again. And then, you know, then Jesus said, who do men say I am? And the guy said, uh, yeah, um, you're Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father in heaven. You imagine Peter going, yes. Tell them. Tell them. God talks to me directly, not like these guys. I mean, and then you know Peter, <laughs> and Jesus had disciples that went to tell their mother, this man will soon die, and we need position. So the mother came. All those fight for your right mother, activists. I want my children, one on your left, one on your right. There are 12 people here, 11 people, 12, 11 people here when you came. Say no. <laughs> and the disciples were angry. But then the next minute, Jesus talking about his death, which is... You know what the scripture says? It says, if the princes of this world had known, they would not have crucified the king of glory. Because it looked like the most foolish act, but it was, you know, on the earth, sorry, on the earth, it looked like one of the most wise acts they could do to silence Jesus. And these people called Christians forever. But that very thing was what produced. You see, that's why if you are a believer, it doesn't matter the people that plan against you. Their final stroke will be the very thing God will use to uplift you. That's what does that's what happens. The final stroke of Potiphar against Joseph was the very place that God... That's why as Christians, we don't pray that God will punish people. No. 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 The table is, is prepared in the presence of our enemies. What that means is that it is combined equation. Absence of anim- enemies, absence of table. Presence of enemies shows that there's presence of tables. All you need to do is to change direction. Instead of looking at the enemies, look for the table. We need both things to work. Praise the name of the Lord. And then Peter called Jesus aside. So I want to see you for a moment. <laughs> Jesus said, no, you can talk here. He said, no, 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 come, come, see you. This issue of death that you have been talking about. <laughs> you know, that's how I study, so that's why I talk like this. Like, when I'm studying the scripture, I kind of like so. Uh, Say, you know, in the last, I've observed your last teaching. You have been mentioning death, cross, death, I will die, I will go. You know, the words like that are not very good. Don't, don't be confessing negative. Peter was discipling Jesus. <laughs> don't be issue of death, I will go to the cross, they will bury me. I will, no, no, no. We didn't leave everything so that you will go. <laughs> and what did Jesus say? 
Get thee behind me, Satan. That did not take place two months apart. Instantly. What does that mean? Without constant communion with God, you will be walking between the wisdom of this world and the wisdom of, this, of God. The wisdom of this world and the wisdom of God. That is why constantly we maintain fellowship with God to be able to constantly flow what? In the wisdom of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Okay, let's run. Uh. So let me give you the scriptures very quickly. We have not even gone to our main text for today. Let me see if I can do this in 10 minutes. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. That's Proverbs chapter 9 verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs 19. The, the New Living Translation says, The fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. I like that. The knowledge of the Holy One is what results in good judgment. The more of God you know, the more you'll be able to make good judgment. Praise the name of the Lord. Look at this. You know, it wasn't only Solomon that talked about the fear of the Lord being the beginning of wisdom or being wisdom. Uh, let's look at this. Job talked about it. Job 28, 28. Job 28, 28. Job 28, 28. And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. The fear of the Lord. That is wisdom. It is like what we say about our nation. You see, corruption in our nation. And, 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 and everybody wants the country to be like a developed country. But we don't want to imbibe those values. I, I, are you following what I'm saying? In our eyes, corruption is wisdom. I know somebody in the office. I, I know somebody. I, I will speak to someone. And yet, we want, then, the next day we'll come and say, why is there no light 24 hours? Do you understand? You know, sometimes I wonder. On one hand, we don't want to let go of a rotten system because it profits us. On the other hand, we want the results of a system where people do the right things. Praise the name of the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. Look at this. Proverbs, uh, Psalm 111, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And of good understanding have all they that do His commandments. So if we do the commandments of God, we come into a place of understanding. One of the things I want you to get this evening, if you don't get anything at, at all, is this. The more I obey God, the more of His wisdom I function in. All I need to do to function in the wisdom, the God kind of wisdom, is to obey God. God says, love your wife as Christ loved his church. Does it look foolish? Yes. Sometimes people will say, oh, you are a woman rapper. No problem. But you have peace in your marriage. God says, submit yourself to your husband. So you see, it might look foolish. Praise the name of the Lord. It might look foolish. You see, a, a, a pastor sent me an article the other day and he was saying, oh, look at what they wrote about this pastor. Look. And I told him something. I said, you must realize something. The world was never designed to like pastors. It, 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 no. I don't know why we always seek affirmation from the world. It was never designed that way. Let me give you a simple, because he's quite popular, so a lot of us will know. You know, a couple of months, a couple of months ago, last year, uh, there was all over the news that, uh, well, Bishop Wadeborg got another jet and all of that and all of that and all of that. You, some, of, some of us read. And unfortunately, some of us even followed those things. Right. Now, a few weeks ago, they built a road. Clean road. Did you read about it? So why did you not read about it? Because that's in, in the eyes. Then, somebody posted it. Another person said, yes, the road is leading to his church so that people can travel safely to bring tithes. You, you see how people think. Is it the responsibility of the church to build road? What am I saying? Listen to me. The world, and, and, and it is not just for pastors. The world was never designed to like you if you are following Christ. It was not designed that way. 
And it is our struggle to try to fit in that leads to compromise. What will my friends say? They can say what they want. The wisdom of God is right judgment to me. Do you, do you realize that one of the things God promised us in this life is persecution? It, come on, come on, come on. Do you realize one of the promises of God you are going to partake of and inherit in full measure is persecution, 100-fold? Why? If you live righteous. You can be hated in your office for doing the right thing. Do you realize that sometimes it is people who don't want to steal that they drop, that they sack, and thieves are retained? <laughs> you know what the scripture calls it? It calls it the wisdom of this world. Let's go to James. Give me an extra five minutes. Plus my, plus my five, that's ten. Plus my three closing, that's fifteen. A good preacher should, have clo- should close three times. You know, even after Paul had written, finally, brethren, then he goes on to write like six more verses. So Paul is my mentor. Go, go with me to James chapter 3. Very quickly, I'll show you this now and then we can wrap up. James chapter 3 and verse 13. James 3.13. The world was never designed to like us. If we live in true righteousness, there's a separation of the world and the kingdom of God. Look at James chapter 3 verse 13. Who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show by his good behavior, his deeds, in the gentleness of wisdom. That means your wisdom would flow out in your behavior. You cannot be wise in your mind and say, I'm just wise in my, in my mind. No. <laughs> you can't be wise in your mind. Your wisdom is going to show out in your fruits. And the Bible calls it your good conduct. Can we use it? Okay, well, you can use that. But New American Standard says your good behavior. Let's use the New American Standard if you guys have it. NASB. Now go on. It says, But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. This wisdom is not that which comes down from above. Now, And what I want you to see is that the Bible agrees that it is wisdom. Can you see see here? It says this wisdom. It means that (laughs) in the world, when people do what they do, it is wisdom. The Bible agrees. But it says this particular wisdom is not the one that comes from above. It said it is earthly. It is natural. And I like this one. It is demonic. You know, when our country started, and then people started employing people based on their tribes, instead of merits, it looked like wisdom. Come on, come on. We are all Nigerians here. Don't do like you are a foreigner. (laughs) Right? So somebody qualifies, but he's not from your state. And then you take your brother and put your brother and put your brother. Say, that man, after God lifted him, see how many people he lifted. And he lifted many incompetent people. What happened? It looked like wisdom. Years after, it becomes the demonic root of corruption. Can you see? In the beginning, it looked like wisdom. It was natural wisdom. You see, when natural wisdom has been played for a long time, it becomes demonic in manifestation. Glory to God. Simple stuff. A man is not faithful in marriage. He goes to sleep with someone. The person gets pregnant, wants to hide it from his wife, commits abortion. Girl's womb is probably destroyed. She can't have children again. He started out as sensual. Very nice. And then in his mind, we can sort it. And then he ends, it, ends up Demonic. You see, the wisdom of this world will never lead you right. Praise the name of the Lord. Sometimes, you know, I'm not, I'm not a fantastic economist. But you know, sometimes people say, oh, there's going to be inflation. There's going to be... I ask myself, all the money in the world, where is it going? Are you following what I'm saying? Before you know, sometimes, 
There's panic buy. People are afraid. News have gone. Some of all those scientists that are uh, economists that will predict this, predict this, some of them don't even know if they will be alive to even see what is happening. And a man who is called of God can just govern his life by what is in the papers. You know, it's good to listen to news. It's good to be abreast, to keep in touch and everything. But I rarely listen to news. I just know what's happening. It's always bad news. 90% of what you read here in the news is bad news. But you know the day my attention about news changed? Was when I was talking to a journalist. And he told me something. He said, you know that good news is not news. And I was saying, what do you mean? He says, no, that's why he discovered that percentage of what is good news when you watched a whole news program. It's maybe just 10%. It is the bad news that keep people addicted. 14 die in Kogi, Jesus. 17 die. You know, like, I, ah, God, God, hey, help us. You know, <laughs> you know that's it. That's it. And then they just put one, you know, Nigerian wins bronze medal in, 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 in Korea Olympics. Say, don't mind them. They're not a serious country. And hey, how many people died in Kogi? You even leave that one. I want to investigate. <laughs> is it that these things are not happening? They are happening. But you know, good news is not news. Because the Bible says the hearts of men will fail them for fear is what is coming on the earth. And before you know, once you start traveling, you will just be here in your mind. 14 die. Okay, so Lord, we cover this road. Any blood sucking demon. <laughs> Okay, that's real. <laughs> For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. Verse 17. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure. It's sincere. It's peaceable. It's gentle. It's reasonable. It's full of mercy and good fruits. Unwavering without hypocrisy. And the seed whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace and by those who make peace. What is the, what is the ultimate fruit of the wisdom of God is peace in your life. Peace. Peace with all men. Peace in your home. Peace in your finances. Praise the name of the Lord. So if we want to compare these two things, let's compare them quickly. If we want to compare these two things... The wisdom from above is pure. It means it's not defied by sin. It is peaceable. It's not looking for conflict. Let me just summarize this. It's not looking for conflict. Let's, let's look at this. Let's look at this very quickly. Give me a few minutes. Let's look at this very quickly. When Abraham and Lot were to be separated, what happened? Abraham said, if you go to the right, I'll go to the left. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. Was, does that look foolish or wise in the extreme? It's foolish. You were the one that brought him to town. God did not call Lot. If I'm the one, I won't go anywhere. You are the one that brought him. Who was Lot? It was God that called Abraham and Abraham called Lot. But you know, he applied the wisdom of God. He wasn't looking for conflict. And what happened? God prospered him. At the end of the day, you know what happened? The scripture says, Lot chose Sodom before God destroyed him. What did Lot come back with at the end of the day? Nothing. Not even his wife. Can you see that? Can you see that his natural wisdom, towards the end, <laughs> he became demonic. Because you know why? He went to go and stay where homosexuals were staying. And in fact, when the people demanded for the angels, he even said, listen, I can offer you my daughter. That, that is how... Low it came. That's how the Bible says the, the, the righteous soul of Lot was tormented. You know, some people are like that. You will take yourself and go and put yourself where, where, where righteous men will torment you. He said, They are paying me better. <laughs> Gentle is not demanding. Reasonable, it means that the wisdom of God is not unteachable. You will learn, you will you'll be instructed, you can listen to counsel. It's merciful. It's not vengeful. So, it's not a wisdom on how to get back, get back at people. It's not a wisdom that is full of revenge. Say, so you have done this to me. So I, 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 let me think. Let me think. And then you are plotting how to go back. 
You know, if a husband and wife have, have this kind of wisdom, demonic and natural wisdom in the home, both of them will be plotting. Just your husband, Jinari. He's thinking about to get back to you. <laughs> and the wife is plotting. And you see, both of them will be releasing. And the devil has a way of suggesting. In fact, I don't know, I don't know whether it was a movie or somewhere. I don't know whether it's something I read. I don't know where I saw it. And there was this couple and everything and everything and everything. And the, 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 the wife was suspecting the husband and everything. And then arranged with her friend to come and try to tempt the husband. And you know, that's demonic wisdom. I want to see if you can be strong. <laughs> Is that how to test people if they can be strong? Is that what the word of God tells you? To arrange temptation to test people. Are you now the tempter? You know, but it looks like it, it looks it looks like wisdom on the earth. But at the end, it's what? It's demonic. Praise the name of the Lord. It's without hypocrisy. It means that it's not dishonest. One of the things I want you to do this year is make sure that you function in the wisdom of God. It's easy to come and teach you planning, goal setting, do this, do this. But I realize that at the end of the day, if we're not careful, we're just running our race with the wisdom of men. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We ask, Father God, that our heart will be flooded with light. And the Lord, we yield to the wisdom of God. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And just take it. Thank you for listening to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga. We encourage you to share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. We would like to hear from you. Send us an email, info at pastormax.ng. Or you can call 0805-888-7575. God bless you.